welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this edition of Thunderdome Metal Reviews. I am Tracy Newport. With me, as always, are my brothers in arms, Ben, David, and Gabe. How y'all doing tonight, people? I'm going to say that a little fast. How we're doing tonight? Yeah, probably. Uh, how we doing tonight? Uh, you know, I mean, roses and thorns, man. Like, on the one hand, we're we're hanging with chicks, I guess, at the beach or whatever is happening. But yeah. also, but also, extreme violence happening yeah. <laughs> like this, I, this, this, you know, i'm just living another lesson in pain that's all i'm doing it's, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh. Oh. it's just riding a wave of double bass rolls from here to infinity and uh <laughs> yep <laughs> i mean the soothing soothing bass rolls this world is hell's for the taking in the, word of, in the word of one of these albums so <laughs> so tracy what what exactly is happening here so How originally the plan was to, my wife made me do it, where our respective spouses <laughs> I think we still do that at some point, would pick anyway, just... our albums for us. But by the time it was like, shit or grab the pot with it, there was only one album still on the spreadsheet. And it's like, okay, well, let's do something else. <laughs> Figure out something for tomorrow, guys. So I instead... mean, it was a lot to ask Ben and Gabe to know what your wife would make you do, right? That's not very fair. Who knows what Haley would want? So for they were any like... sense... For a Haley's case, if you have to pick something for Haley, easy go to Evanescence. Just, just go to Evanescence. We would have two Evanescence, Evanescence records and a sleep token Evanescence record. Bag, yeah. There's a couple of sleep token albums. Yeah, there's there's a few. Uh, just ask me and I'll give you three bands and you just like boop, 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 boop. Boom, boom, boom. We'd have plenty. So we switched to something I kind of like thought would be a cool concept of, I forgot what exactly I labeled it, but it was under I can't believe, we, can't believe we haven't done this or something. Yeah, right? so like how have we not done this band? Something That's like it. a band that has somehow been missing on the Thunderdome playlist. And so I thought it'd be kind of a good time to kind of fit a few albums in there that we some had. I do want to say we all got it by the letter of the law, but I think one of us missed the spirit of the law. <laughs> oh, well, I guess we'll see. In my opinion, but that's, that's, that's up to debatable. We can talk about it. Because I thought but prior to the conversation, I found that this wasn't a new album. Like, I kind of thought this is a new one again. It's like, how did this? So I was, I didn't know exactly which, how, I want to know how it came about to be picked. Which one do you mean? What the fuck are you talking about, Tracy? Yeah. I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about your pick and Robinson, the great city. <laughs> I was, I was like racking my brain. I'm like, does he mean scorpions right now? Like what? No, I was going to say. <laughs> no, like scorpions. Um, is like, it's just Robinson. For what it sounds like was such an out of left field pick from what I'm used to hearing from you. Like so the the impetus for choosing this was to find something that we hadn't done, um, something that I hadn't heard. I hadn't heard this before we did this. And also to find something that wasn't stupid ass long, because I didn't want to listen to something that was stupid ass long. So I found the shortest fucking thing I could. That's what he Googled. <laughs> what is the shortest fucking thing? I I'm, I'm almost surprised that, it wasn't like Tara's album from last year, which is like 17 minutes. What was <laughs> yeah. it, Earthside? That was seven hours. What was that? No, it was like an hour and 14 uh, minutes. Uh -huh. um, but then when I, but I did listen to a little, some of it before uh, my selection. Because I also didn't want to choose something that completely sucked. Now, nah, opinions on that are probably going to vary. Um, but I <laughs> thought what this was being a grindcore album really kind of fell into that conversation that we didn't get to have in Oxbow, considering the noise rock of White Zombie's first album and Oxbow's first album. 
for sure. And, and I guess I'll go ahead and throw the deets of this album out here since we've already started talking about it. It is The Great City by the band Robinson. It came out on April 10th, 2006, had a runtime of 21 minutes. Um, this was their only album that they ever put out, and it was on like some independent label. Um, it was re-released a couple of different times by various labels. I don't know what their connection to the original label or the band is, and I really don't have a complete list of who this band is. I just know they're from Ohio. There was a guy named Mike, no last name given on vocals, Paul Misko on guitars, Greg Larimer also on guitars, Jeremy Radu on drums, perhaps like the Radu in that vampire movie, and John, also last name not given, also known as Debbie on bass. And then Cave Gooper on vocals, some guy who... <laughs> right. <laughs> Before he was the midnight. I resemble that remark. He was originally called Murder Basement, but he's like, oh no, we gotta we gotta change this up so people won't know it's me. The great city. Although I should take offense to that because I think that the vocals are probably one of the most garbage parts of this album. Um <laughs> they weren't ideal. They're like, they're like but maybe a, a level above the dumpster, but like mostly just in the dumpster. <laughs> Yeah, they're pretty tough. It's they're hard to listen to. I feel, but that's the point. It is. I know. I know the pain lets you know it's working. I just also know that when I heard this, I'm like, this is probably what it feels like when my wife hears most of the metal I like. Like in terms of like I when she describes it just being fucking noise. It's like Charlie Brown's parents, but like you're being killed behind an alley. (laughs) (laughs) Charlie Brown's parents are fucking murdering me. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever is happening. Drills are going. A violin comes in. You're like, wait, what? Anyway, so so Oh man! So you would describe this as grindcore, is what you, it's grindy. It's grindy, grindy AF. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I think uh, some people would call it mathcore. I don't know. I didn't. I I, I don't know about that. Um, but or mathcore, whatever it is, noise rock, whatever you want to call it, because something that destroyed the band itself apparently in recording. I mean, this is almost like too like. I don't know how you kind of walk away from this and kind of go, yeah, that was great in a feel-good moment. Like, this is one where you get away from each other for days, weeks, and they maybe just quit talking to each other, and the record label's like, we got something at least, and just release it, because this thing is angry. It's very Jane Doe-ish to me, and at least terms in terms of, like, the playing. Now, the vocals are around that, and the vocals are fucking horrible and they're trash. and very oxymoron, but there are... This is an angry, pissed off album, it and is. it's it's like here's nine two minute tracks at best, and then we're gonna hit you with a fucking eleven minute track at the end and just uh, steamroll yeah. you. But the eleven minute track at the end almost makes the entire album worth it because it's like half the album, and they hit this nice, mm-hmm. wonderful groove phase and just kind of get into a jam. Like it's almost a little fishiest. Like they just kind of get into a jam session through the middle of it, and then just keep going. <laughs> That is a fish concert I do not want to go to. You know you do. <laughs> but instead of weed, it's just meth and crack that's being passed around. Oh, man. Like I said, <laughs> meth core. Um, yeah, it. I understand that it is sort of like avant-garde art that is supposed to cause pain. That was very clear that it was like, 
Dada, if it were, instead of highlighting absurdity, highlighting, I don't know, what, violence and pain, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I have a pretty high tolerance level for that sort of thing, given, you know, I've listened to Connect the Goddamn Dots on purpose before, just to remind Tracy of our our journey into ministry. But, oh, man, this was a stiff trick, y'all. Uh, is there was very little to grab onto, and I admit I am ultimately the pop princess here. And that, like, I kind of want a little melody, man. G- Gabe also talks about melody a fair amount, um, though. Well, I mean, I think the other thing is that you know, this is just like it doesn't let off the gas pedal like at all. It doesn't. I, there is zero dynamic range whatsoever. That. Like, um, the last track just comes out of nowhere with like that droney business i wasn't super into it to be honest and it just went on forever but like i can i can definitely appreciate some of that that aggressiveness that you get in the first sort of part of the record i just think it could use just a lot more dynamic range like the vocals don't even really matter even if they're garbage but like um and the production maybe could be improved but like i don't know i think they just need to switch it up a little bit yeah i mean it is very one note in that and what it's doing and everything, definitely for sure. I, you know, and again, I don't want every album to be 10 songs, three and a half minutes. But the structure of this, man, it doesn't help that I was just grading essays. I'm like, this needs substantial restructuring. <laughs> just in turn, I, I, how I wanted to put it in the marginal comments. Yeah. Like, maybe you could consolidate some of these tiny paragraphs. I don't know. It was, <laughs> the structure did not do me any favors either. That's the answer what I'm trying to say. I couldn't grab onto the vocals. There was no dynamic range. I think that's well said, Gabe. Like, there's no coming down to a seven. So 11 feels harder. It was just like going, essentially. And the sort of, atmosphere they're creating and i like sometimes i mean my god i listen to perta occasionally on purpose like i will weird atmospheric shit i mean fine sure but this is just oof this movie you want to listen to i i hate god if that tells you how rough this was and i'm like you know there's what at least some performance normal, right there. <laughs> a normal amount of men slamming my head into the table repeatedly rather than whatever this is and again i didn't really hate it it was just brutal and hard and kind of awful if that makes any sense like uh, they can clearly play i would say in terms of there's some moments where you're like okay all right as you said like that one middle bit of great city of ruin part three the names of these tracks <laughs> anyway um so they can play their instruments and I, I see conceptually what's happening but it i just it was felt like swallowing a fucking sea urchin and then mm-hmm. I asked for a drink and Trish, Ben just handed me Drano. So it just, whoo, man. What did you so, think, Ben? You haven't said a whole lot about the how you feel about it now that it's happened to you. Um, Conceptually, as the guy who is probably, I don't listen to a whole lot of grindcore or noise metal or noise rock, but like the allegories to Sludge and I Hate God and stuff that deals with these thematic topics, I listen to a lot of. So in some ways, I think that I am almost question mark and also hardcore punk, um, a, a target audience for this. I hate the singing so much that it kind of takes whatever lyrically they're trying to get across. Because quite honestly, there are parts of these like incredibly short tracks where it sounds like somebody is probably being tortured over like dudes playing with their feedback, you know, they're the gain all the way up. And and just going for that. All I know um, is I saw Russ Robinson go in the studio with a hammer, and then before you yeah. know it, <laughs> yeah. 
um, the moments when they actually do, instead of just like injecting as much chaos into it as they can, um, and song structure starts to appear. I did like that. I agree with Tracy that that last track, um, the 11 minute one, um, I quite enjoyed. Was it too long? Of course it was at 11 minutes, but it made me reconceptualize the 10 minutes that had come before that. So this is definitely not something that I would want to listen to a lot. And I wouldn't want to put it on um, every day or anything like that. But I do think that it was an experience that I'm glad I experienced. This album cover, man, it's a collage of, of doom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the... And I'm not even sure that that's the original album cover. Who knows? But, yeah. yeah. It is now. Yeah. <laughs> like this is one of those albums you hear that it takes a hammer and just kind of breaks breaks your walls out more that you're used to listen to that you used to listen to so like when you come in and hear something that's like not this far in that direction but it kind of a step there that you normally listen to you kind of like oh this isn't that bad like it kind of pushes your boundaries enough to where some stuff that might be a little more hard to take and earlier was more acceptable now oh you mean following this up with Viard's murder yeah, which we're gonna get to in a moment. Uh, in terms of, but then suddenly scorpions. I don't know. This was a very confu- emotionally we, confusing. We, we we started hard at the beginning of this uh, the recordings, and we come down and kind of come down at the end of it, kind of in terms of aggression and anger. But also the most CIA money. But anyway, we'll get into all that. <laughs> we'll get into you're, that. You're welcome. You're welcome, Tracy. <laughs> get those clicks we need. Oh, allegedly man. the most CIA money. Allegedly, I know. I was. I started. I we did go down a rabbit hole about that for a while. I'm like, I have to start reading about Winds of Change. That's not even the album we're reviewing. Yeah, but anyway. Well, I'm just saying you can't prove that Robinson wasn't like. Oh, you touche. know, touche <laughs> that this whole thing is like MK Ultra, but something. <laughs> right. No, no. I. No, in fact, the more I'm saying it, the more <laughs> the more it's starting to make sense. Anyway, whoops. I just hang up quickly. Prank <laughs> call, prank call, click. Never, never heard of Thunderdome. Yeah. Oh man. So, so shall we talk about some tracks, or do we have anything else to say about this? What can I say about this album that's not already been said about Afghanistan? It's bombed <laughs> out and depleted. <laughs> and uh-huh. tracks. I think there's very two very tonalities in this album. You have tracks one through nine and track ten. They are equal about the same amount of time and length as well, and Track 10, if this album was like that, I would have dug this album the entire way. But getting the track 10, it's like walking on glass. I mean, I don't know really know much of a better way to put it. Like it's you're going John, to John McClane type shit, right? Yeah. They shut the windows out and you gotta walk across the floor. Yes. You gotta get there, but once you get there, it's almost worth it, but not quite. Ben was like, I'm glad this is an experience I can say I had. There's like so many qualifying <laughs> words that I can't tell another yeah. human that exists in the world. But we're not about to recommend this to our, our family, but you should check this album out. Haley would love this, man. This is, <laughs> I want to stay married. Thank you. That's 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 how it ends. She, I mean, she's almost to a, a flat basis. Like, you should check it out. She's like, no. Like, it doesn't even, like, it's not even given time of day. It's just, no. <laughs> you might like Punch. Anyway, okay. Uh, what do you think, Ben? Where, where are you at with this track situation? Um... You know, I do like the one Tracy mentioned, The Great City of Ruin Part 3, which is the 11-minute track. But I also like The Great City of Desolation, which is track 7, the two-minute track. They start to, like, actually do song structure and stuff in there, too. 
honestly, I think if the singing had been slightly less screechy and more intelligible, I would have liked this quite a bit more. But I I have a feeling that if you're into this, you're going to be into this and you would probably just take the ride. I think so, too. I thought about that. You're either going to literally at track one, look around and get jump off the ride or get to the end and be like, this is the most insightful thing I've ever listened to. I have very little to add. It's a brutal slog that made me want to die and shove an ice pick in my forehead other than, as Ben said, I think there's some stuff in Seven that starts coming together. It's like watching a weather pattern forming. And then, yeah, that last track is all right. If the album had been that way and if the singing were better, I think I would have viewed this rather differently. It would never have been my favorite thing because Ben is more the target audience of this than I am. But, But we did not get that. We got this. And so I'm glad it exists. I hope they're doing great. But holy shit. But holy shit, write that down, everyone. Yeah, I mean, I basically came to the same conclusion as David did. Um, all of them, none of them. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> I mean, whatever, kind of whatever floats your boat here. At least it's short. That's exactly what I wrote. At least it's short. <laughs> In your own blood, yes. I, I. It is short. And we don't have to grade it to the end, right? Is that how we grade, Tracy? Is it surprise grades? Correct. Yes. Okay. That leads us into your pick. For this Ooh, merry month. Man. And it's Thy Art is Murder Godlike. This world is hell's for the taking. Yes. I, I pick this because I'm a bad person. And I somehow have fallen into this, like, what is the most brutal shit Australia produces category? Which I keep inflicting on Tracy between werewolves and then this. Though I bet you you like this slightly better, is my guess. Kinda actually, yeah. Th that doesn't surprise me because because the death coreness meant there was a little bit of I don't want to say kill switch, but you know what I mean, trivia. Mm -hmm. There, there was a bit of core in there. There was a bit of core in there in addition to the death. So I think you could grab onto that. But and I don't historically necessarily like death core that much. But between there are elements of that in werewolves and in orbit culture, this was a good year for this and this, and then of course cattle decapitation. So somehow I'm now actually rather into it so if if there's a genre thing i'm like deathcore not my genre tracy's like you're a liar I'm like i've i've i have a day i have the data points graphed out so i knew about this band because i think i literally googled like what about australia would hurt tracy most at some point and i got you know werewolves and then this and god damn y'all um i don't know their back catalog super well like i've listened to a little bit of it and i'm going to listen to more of it now and I am probably alone in this, but holy shit did this just like punch me in the stomach repeatedly. It gave me very strong Mashuga immutable vibes. It has very and it opens actually quite similarly. I actually listened to Broken Cog and Destroyer of Dreams like side by side. I was like, huh. So anyway, um, so it gave me that same absolute desperate, horrifying, you know people with their hands bound behind their head, their back shot in the head kind of shit that Mashuga invoked last year. So, I mean, in terms of the lyrics, this was very much in my wheelhouse. Holy shit. I don't know if you're following along, but I mean, this was, I guess, me as an album. So, so I, I, I'm not going to say I enjoyed it because it really made me want to punch or be punched and brought on a sense of deep desperation but i thought was also fun and had heavy riffs and i was a fan and i hope you are too that's that's my and, saying if that is why thy artist murder showed up here 
Yep. Um, and this is Godlike, their sixth studio album, released on September 22nd of 2023 on Human Warfare. That's a runtime of 40 minutes and 12 seconds. The band is CJ McMahon on vocals, Sean DeLander on rhythm guitar, Andy Marsh on lead guitar, Kevin Butler on bass, and Jesse Baylor on drums. And it was produced by Will Putney. I love all this Australian shit we've gotten into. Zombies, Will Putney sounds familiar. I wouldn't doubt it. Yes, that name does sound familiar. There are only eight metal bands in Australia. No, I'm just kidding. There's a fair amount. Voyager, I listen to a ton. I'm, I'm just in a very Australian headspace right now where every animal... He's produced a lot of him. shit. Yeah. Oh, it's well produced, in my opinion. Uh, it's very well produced, yeah. He, he right? did Body Count Carnivore. And there it is. Yes. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. No, it's pretty well produced. I think these vocals were orbit culture level ferocious. You know, you know how I feel about that. These riffs are fucking heavy. There's not a lot of extraneous anything going on. And it's slower than some of what I like. That's one thing that's interesting. Because cattle decapitation is still pretty fast. In many ways, sort of a little bit more death than core, maybe. I don't know. It goes back and forth. But this had a grinding, awful tempo that occasionally reminded me of Meshuga, of that last Meshuga album. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes I don't like that, but I have broadened my horrons thanks to scorpions and robinson and all these other all thanks, these to, to, thanks to 600 albums in 600 <laughs> albums of trivium and all you know no for real i i like a lot some different stuff now and i really like this but want to die inside every time yeah. i listen to it we i think other death core we've done was lorna shore and job for capital and and cattle decapitation. Like, I think this kind of hits a little more traditional deathcore sound than you do with the other, and which this hit a little, and we did Whitechapel. And this one, his vocals sounds much more like Whitechapel does there and kind of the styling and sound. And it was very interesting coming into this kind of like, because it does get a little more reefier than what you expect, I think, kind of comparatively to what you see on some of the other stuff that we've done. And uh, I did look at the albums. I had heard their 2019 album. Because of course, 2019. It's it like, is not, it 2018 or 2019? Yeah, it didn't make it? the list. I'm like, I didn't make a list, but uh, yeah. I'd heard I, the album cover. But I know that one. The, with yeah. the fucking treads about to run over you. Yes, because uh, of very 1914 or in 1989 in Beijing. Anyway, anywhere that it's anywhere that human rights are being crushed under the tank treads. Yes, they are there. No, these people are not much like cattle decapitation. Huge fans of the social systems we have created. Same girl, same. It's interesting that everybody's talking about the riffs here. I think this is a lot more groovy than it is riffy. And I think that that kind of explains to why, David, you thought of Meshuggah for this. Because it's very like machinic, like a lot of this stuff. It's like, it's not like, so, I mean, I I like this record comparatively to like some of the other Deathcore we've done. And it is because it's heavy and it is because it's somewhat riffy. But I think also, it could use more riffs for me. Like it could use, like I'm looking for something deathier than. than I, but, I love that. Like you and no, Dave it's like, like on the on the on the death core like spectrum, right? This is totally. very core. It's not not super deathy. Um, I agree with that. And so, I think that um, it, it it kind of trades in some of the well worn tropes of metalcore that I don't like. You know, just like a lot of the guitar leads are just chugging and it's like, okay, I'm like, I'm kind of over that. And then, you know, like I, I do enjoy breakdowns, but also just like the tempo is super slow. And, you know, I'm not looking for that most of the time. And 
we already mentioned base rolls at the top. So <laughs> we did. They're happening here. <laughs> I, I don't need to say that again. But um I think that, you know, some of this is just totally beastly. It's 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 amazing. It's um it's probably, you know, covering some really traumatic territory. Uh but I did enjoy the experience of it and I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. So it's a win. I'll take that, man. Yeah, it definitely re-traumatized me. And look at the it made me the man I am today. Well, that makes me happy because I know you and Gabe are fighting over the dial like kids with like the radio. Like, are we taking it more core or more death? And it's like, mm. uh, so this sounds like it may have gotten just enough. And I don't know, the dial landed just enough to mostly please both of you, I hope. I don't know. Let's see what Ben says. I never know what Ben. He might just shoot it down in the street just for looking at him funny. I mean, this was the best album of the week, in my opinion. I agree too, obviously, but yes. Yeah, I mean, because dude, you know, uh, I'm I'm here for that. Like, I'm a fucking Gen Xer, so I'm here for that chuggy shit that annoys Gabe, um, <laughs> as we all are. To understand, yeah. <laughs> amazing. Um, you know, and and you know, uh, fucking sign me up for uh, industrial elements singing about weird fucked up apocalyptic bullshit you know <laughs> exactly that's a good description <laughs> yeah no i'm not so yeah I'm, I'm i'm in the bag for this kind of stuff like the the vocalist had just the right like amount of vocal fry where it was aggressive but you could understand everything um so i didn't have any complaints about that i mean i can i can co-sign what gabe said that there could have been a few more guitar riffs but like i, I did like the groove elements of it um lyrically uh, i loved where this was sitting this um kind of reminded me of like i was blown away by this in a similar way that i was by that black crown initiates album i guess yes. three or four years ago now you mean the other um, album i'm obsessed with that i listen to constantly yeah. yes yeah which i don't think this is quite as good as that but i did like this I quite a, a lot and like a lot of the other stuff like job for a cowboy or all these other bands i mentioned that are doing this i just don't really care for but this i really really liked this was this hit right in that spot in the Venn diagram of fucking Fear Factory and Meshuggah and all this other stuff that I could really sink into. I was hoping you were going to say that, but I never know because sometimes you just wake up and you're like, I'm going to kill an album today. And you never know. That's right, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not deserving of his graciousness. Yeah, he's just like, bam. You're like, oh shit, he just shot a job for a cowboy in the nuts. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, if, you, if you ain't good, I'm not going to ride with you. So I don't want to say I think part of it is his voice compared to like Joffrey Cowboy and Lorna Shore because both Will Ramos and what's his name from Joffrey Cowboy I can't remember it but like they had much more of the pig squilly stuff and this dude's just much more in the death vocal like just think similar while not very like you get the death fry vocals but that's all you get is that death fry vocal you're not getting a lot of variation in it to an extent compared to what you get with those where it's a little more different but it's a lot more of this is at least understandable and stuff. And I think that kind of adds a touch to it. I agree that it's not just like, what is this fucking noise? Like we had no, Robinson album prior. That's the thing with him and cattle decapitation. Also, they actually enunciate, which is a disaster psychologically, but yeah. yeah, this is definitely more on the death side. And I fucking eat this up. You know how I feel about orbit cultures vocalist. And so I don't know. I just, if, if it's time to fry, I want you to fry my fucking face off. And this this asshole absolutely does. 
Agreed. Uh, we ready to move into tracks or? Sure. Let's do it. All right. So you know what I'm fucking going to say right now. So yeah, I've already got my drink. Right yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on. I got to fill up. I got to fill up. I got to fill up. So what I'm going to say, while I will give out a shout out to a couple tracks I like a lot, you either take this entire ride or you're a fucking coward. That's so. <laughs> so all of them. I fucking love this. This is one of my favorite albums of the year. It's probably, it's, you will not be surprised at what's up there. <laughs> like this and Catalyst Capital. You, you know what's hap- going to happen. Anyway. You're, you're a brand, huh? Orbit, Orbit Culture. Yeah, but, but these albums are also fucking good. This is, the apocalypse's time has come, Tracy. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's it's arrived. The, the piracy we're living through. So I loved all these fucking songs. Destroyer Dreams is a devastating opener that reminds me a lot of Immutable, as I mentioned. Fucking Blood Throne. <laughs> Just that song. Anyway, um, I, you know, I like that, uh, you know, everything unwanted draws it back a little bit. Um, Bermuda at the end is pretty trippy. Yeah, I usually don't like things that are this slow, but like immutable, I guess if the intensity of the flame is high enough and if it is heavy enough, I'm forgiving of that. And also, I think, you know, after reviewing 600 albums of varying tempos, I've gotten a little bit less inclined to Axel some Slayer every time you assign me an album. So, yeah, I fucking loved this and also hated it because the world's like this. I'm right there with David. I'm going to say all of them. Take the ride. If you like one, you like them all. The But I did pull off like your Destroyer Dreams, Joy Manor Again, and Corrosion. Bermuda, I think, is a very interesting like change of pace for the closer. It but It's interesting. It kind of is like, hmm. But it's solid overall. This out label, y'all, Human Warfare, I think this label might be my mind. Like what is it? <laughs> ben it is announced. your life. Well, Ben's like, I've learned this is a Tracy label. When <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Whatever this is, I'm probably gonna hate it anyway. But I could jump in, and I would say I think that the back half is really the the beast mode. Like it's just, I also really dug Blood Throne. Uh, Join me in Armageddon is all right. Karis is one of the only songs, or perhaps the only song that has a solo in it. So it's. <laughs> it's all right. Lesson in pain. So six to nine, it's just you can't beat that. Lesson in pain, godlike corrosion, and, and anathema are just really great. I don't care for Bermuda. That's fair. By great, I do agree that this. I you know a lot of albums the second half tapers off a bit, but this one I think they just amp it up and it's it's good shit. Yeah, I really don't have anything to add here. I'm not going to say all of them, but I will say that I did think Destroyer of Dreams really set the tempo for what you're going to be dealing with for the album. But I agree <laughs> with Gabe that um, it really picks up in the second half, excluding Bermuda. Man, this fucking band's great name. title track, though. Fucking great title track. Ama- amazing title track. And and again, just the name of this band. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. This album cover. Anyway, yes. Australians come very hard, as we now know, between this and werewolves. And uh, well, again. I gotta say, like, since you brought them up, this kicked the werewolf album of this year in the dick. I, I thought this was actually right. And I love werewolves, and they're up there, but I think this is better. And that's yeah. why that may surprise Tracy. I wouldn't have thought that. And I still, that's still, you know what my top five is going to be. It's going to be fucking cattle decapitation, mm-hmm. this orbit culture, and goddamn you know werewolves but i was gonna say i'm sensing that this album is gonna rocket up uh to the top of you uh, are you are probably right and i will not deny it i will drink instead (laughs) he's very fangirling over it Um, dude it's so good 
Yes. I did go look at the the human warfare label. Oh Jesus! Yes. And, and what did you find? A picture. It's, of it's me. a lot of what well, about? It's a lot of your psychosis in the album and the albums I see. It's fit for an yeah. autopsy. It's 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 David over and over and over again. God like, damn it! Of course it is. <laughs> David beatboxing in Berlin is it's what it is. That's exactly over a fucking mass grave. Yes, that is what it is. It is not exactly what. Who's our producer? We're scared of. Oh. Oh my God! What's that asshole's name? Oh, Ross Robinson. You mentioned yes. him earlier. No, no, no. But it was like Hornsby. No, it was oh, Don, no, Don, Don, Don Hornsby. David Hornsby. Don was Don Hornsby. Was... Yeah, Don Hornsby. I think it was Don. I think it was Don Hornsby. Anyway, not not Don Hornsby material. David Hornsby, unfortunately, is me at Human Warfare. He's my <laughs> he's my cousin. Anyway, well, I'm glad you all. And again, I'm not going to use the word enjoyed. Um, engaged with this album. And I'm Tracy, going to be putting back catalog shit on slowly. I'm going to drip. I'm probably, this 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 band is probably pretty blastable, though I'll do some reconnoitering first. Yeah. Five other albums, man. That's a lot of shit. Well, that's why I was like, oh my God, these guys have a ton of albums. Yep. So, is there yeah, even as terrifying as this? Anyway, so um, the good news is the next album is. Not well, as no, there's some overlap. There is some over thematically. I think there's some overlap. Yeah. That, that shit is dark, Tracy. Anyway, it so is. Tracy, what did what did you pick? So I chose on this the I'm gonna say the one hit wonder, <laughs> in a sense, because I mean uh, let me take I would go that far. Okay, but go ahead. Uh, I chose Drowning Pools Center, which if you were alive in the early 2000s, you could not escape this fucking album. It was. Everywhere. If you knew what metal was, absolutely you knew accurate. Three this tracks off this album. Fucking everywhere. Every stupid pool hall. Every like when I was at shows and the band was getting ready, this is what was playing. Yeah. I saw them live, I think twice, like opening for other people. They were all you know, they were friends with POD. They were friends with they were like in that whole scene. Yeah, and that they really, I think chamber. took the metal community by storm with this the release of a couple of singles off this album. Cause I mean bodies uh center and tearing away like those three boom 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 my Just wife kind of knows their music like if you want to know how and she's awesome but not a lot of metal in her repertoire so that she's like oh yeah bodies at the floor i'm like there it is <laughs> so tracy i guess you kind of got some some of my wife's opinions anyway because awesome. she, she this she'd heard of uh-huh. and this fucker died of an undiagnosed heart condition so that yeah. is another weird like uh I, I think for that. the longest time, Inskin thought he had OD'd until, like, the coroner's report. Yes, that is what people thought. I assumed that for a long time, but no, it's hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, I think, or whatever. They're like, oh, he died in their fucking tour bus, which, I yeah, don't know if that's better or worse. I don't know. It just kind of is. It, 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 but it, it was a bit like the, you know, Brandon Lee, the Crow situation where, like, oh, fuck, he's dead. Yeah. Like, think- yeah. Uh, to me, it, it was a very close to, um, just because of how popular they were, like the the Shannon Hoon of Blind Melon or Brad Blind, them passing away, although both of them uh, were overdoses. Um, but yeah, let me get the deets out of the way before I, I go any further into this. Drowning Pools is the band, Center is the album. It was their debut album released on June 5th, 2001. Uh, on the label Wind Up, Jay Baumgartner was the producer. The runtime was 37 minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, Drowning Pool 
was Dave Williams on vocals, CJ Pierce on guitar, Steve Bitten on bass, and Mike Lush on drums. And uh, the reason that I wouldn't say that, like, I wouldn't necessarily call them a one-hit wonder, well, they have never had a hit as big as bodies, because you still hear that fucker thing everywhere, um, especially at sporting events and stuff like that. They did have a, a hit with the, the singer who came in and replaced him. Yeah, um, D-Sits of Ties was a step up, because that was like the WrestleMania theme track, but two years later. Yeah, and like the Stitches song and some other stuff. Um, yeah, but, but anyway. they had a, they've had a lot of singer turnover since his death, because you yeah. had uh, Ryan McCombs from Soil came in on the third album, Indeed. did like two albums. Then you had a guy come in for five out of like two or three albums. I don't remember his name, and then Ryan Collins came back in to finish up on the most recent album. So they've had some turnover here, but I feel like this is the reason I call it one hit wonder because this was definitely the peak of what they hit and on everybody's radar. And then like unless you followed metal, they fell off. And then after that next album, they would disappear unless you specifically looked them look for them. Well, what is amazing to me, um, and I'm I'm sorry, I'm I'll, I'll get out of okay. the way for let other people in, is how popular this song remains despite it coming out the year of 9/11 and being banned for a while. And it's so 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 a product of this era, my God. Oh yeah. And and I know we've listened to some other. What'd you say? Fucking tertiary new metal bands. Fuck <laughs> yeah. <you>. Anyway, <laughs> I was, was going to say. I'm still so bitter about that. Anyway, the point. I think we're moving the to tertiary at this point. That's like not ashamed. Anyway, yes. Well, I, this, yeah. But yes, it's so much of that era. It sounds so much like a bit of Cold Chamber, a bit of POD, a bit of Snot, a bit of you know all of that. And his vocals are okay. I don't know. I he was. I saw one ranking that put him in the top hundred metal vocalists ever. I don't know if I'd go that far. And maybe people feel different because he's dead, but he's pretty good. And there are, as I was saying before we started recording, I'd forgotten how many fucking times I listened, I listened to this album endlessly beyond even what was required of me at being at pool halls or shows or whatever. And and I don't know, I know, I guess because I was just listening to a ton of new metal in 2001, but there are things of this album that I think do put the hook in you a little bit, and we can get into some of that. I mean, it. Certainly emotionally, ugh, it was not easier than Thy Artist Murder, I would say, even if it is slightly more personal than sociopolitical or everyone. I mean, you know, Thy Artist Murder sort of scaled out a bit, but this is some brutal shit about religious abuse and sexual abuse. And I guess it's a mosh pit, but maybe I'm murdering people, if I say that that yeah. song alone, it's sort of ambiguous what's happening here. I don't know. I'm very curious always to hear slash slightly ashamed what Gabe thinks because when we put Gabe new metal in front of Gabe he's like dude <laughs> so yeah. I'm already seeing his face right now I'm like oh shit I'm gonna vanish like Homer into the bushes <laughs> and my... <laughs> uh, yeah I mean this is like it it was very ubiquitous at the time and a lot of people made fun of bodies because it was just like so bad but I think one of the reasons that people react that way is that it combines a lot of just like what you expect new metal to sound like. And it does it in such a way that I don't know if I could tell it apart from like, you know, nine or 10 other things that are from this time. Um, and this is my first time spending time with the album. That song is just not going to go away, uh, which is fine. I don't think that the problem is the vocals. And, you know, maybe, you know, oh, people, I don't have, I think people have something to complain about his vocals, or I think it's it's not that he's a good or a bad vocalist. It's that the songs aren't interesting. Like, they're not interesting in terms of the structure, like for me anyway, like 
Um, they're not doing anything interesting for me. Uh, is there a trauma there? Sure. You know, it's like, obviously there's a lot of trauma there and that's what pulled a lot of people in, um, you know, whether because they've experienced trauma themselves or because, you know, they find that interesting and that's cool. I am not necessarily one of those people, but I think that if you were around at the time, like Tracy said, and you enjoyed hearing this, <laughs> then uh, you're going to like, you're going to like what you, what you see here. It's not going to be uh, too much different for you. If, however, like you're looking for a new metal band, just pick a new metal band. It doesn't have to be this one necessarily. <laughs> I don't know. That's maybe that's maybe that's unfair, but and maybe I just don't, you know, I don't get it. Um, let me jump back in here. Uh, like, I do think that this sounds dated in a way that the other albums that we listen to don't, even though one of them is like some straight up 80s hair metal stuff. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I think that this is a debate. And, and I think we will get a lot of pushback on this from fans of new metal, which I don't necessarily consider myself, because I think that this is kind of butt metal adjacent and i don't know if it was necessarily at the time or just morphed into that Interesting, but because dude this is like incredibly catchy one of the things that made bodies so good is like i mean it's not that like there's a necessarily necessarily a great sense of melody but there is one and there's a sense for pop sensibilities and repetitive lyric writing and catchiness that is all over this album um, and then that's why I say that, because like this is like if we look at new metal as a spectrum, I'm not saying that any of them like were intentionally not trying or intentionally trying or not trying to be poppy. But this is definitely on the more pop radio friendly sure. edge of the spectrum. Well, that's I mean, one of, as you say, in the spectrum, that is what one end of new metal was, was exactly yeah. that conventional structure, you know, bridge, chorus, melody, uh, you know, uh, you know, they come across a little bit like the monkeys right who were like almost studio you know exactly what i'm talking about I know, I know exactly <laughs> there's a lot of girl groups out of britain that are literally produced by producers like from yeah. even they're existing at all mm-hmm. um so it, it has a little overtones of that but it is really catchy and i did like new metal i still like new metal this is ridiculous i listen to them i mean i listen to all these albums a fair amount especially since we got an extra day appreciated uh, and I spun all of them another two or three times today. It helped that all of these albums were, most of these albums were pretty short. Except fucking Scorpions, because it was like bonus edition with a hundred demo tracks and I'd forget. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. I'm like, I'm 28 tracks past the end of this album. <laughs> uh, listening to a recording, a, a spliff session I did with Gabe in a barn. I don't know. When he was, how old were you in 86? We don't talk about this right now. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, the point eight. Anyway, the point is um this was a nostalgic trip for me and i did engage with it because i was fascinated by trauma and traumatized and i will not argue this is the venus de milo like i'm not gonna argue it's innovative i'm not as gabe said if well you if you, band... i mean if you said that if you said that i mean i would have no choice but to believe you but like i just you know i just you know because i i was around back then but i really was not paying attention whatsoever and I just wonder if it's like if there is something to it that I'm not <laughs> I'm not getting. But I think um, the answer that I'm hearing is that there isn't. Um, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree that it's catchy, but I also think that it's catchy in the way that new metal was, you know, appealing. Which, like, again, I just 
I'm not sure I found all that catchy at the time. And I'm like very, I'm learning very slowly to like appreciate it. I love how bemused you are when we put new metal in front of you. You're not mad. You're not, you're just like, what, what, what? I, hey, man, I was on, I was on the ride for some of that like Slipknot uh, yes. Odyssey that Slipknot is better. Which I, it, I it's a better. Is it really? like bullshit check right here. Um, no, I mean, Tracy, help. <laughs> Tracy has his own opinions about this, I'm sure, but like, I think that. Uh, Slipknot is doing something a little bit different and yeah. are they necessarily succeeding all the time? No, but they're doing something completely different, okay. uh, which I applaud. I think it's great that they did something different. Slipknot yeah, is I, definitely harder than this, but Oh yeah, yeah. A lot. <laughs> yeah, oh, by oh, orders oh, of magnitude. Yeah. Um, and, and actually one of the things that kind of surprised me in going back and listening to this album, and I'm pretty sure I owned a copy of it, but there were tracks that, I mean, Bodies is such a huge song that that's kind of what this era of the band has been distilled to. And there was stuff on here that going back and listening to the album, I had forgotten that I liked. And I'm going to say oh, it was there are everything. better songs than Bodies. I think Bodies is only okay, actually. Yeah. And thought that yeah. at the time, even maybe it's because I heard it too much. But no, I think so. As we'll talk about when we talk about tracks, I think some of the other songs are better. It, yeah. Bodies definitely suffers from, uh, I don't know what you would call exposure. I guess it's sure. uh, what's the actual term for it we call, but it's just so fucking Over everywhere. Exposure. And, yeah, over fucking blade is what it's called. Yeah. yeah. You could say that I think it and there's an album that was released in 2001, very similar, that has like a very I think part of it does is a call and response, very catchy that the audience can kind of latch onto that makes it very catchy and kind of stick in your head. And that's tox and that's Chop Suey from System of Down off Toxicity, I, I which true. is the other album I thought about putting on here, kind of like a very similar like oh shit, sure. So how we have we not done this kind of thing, but it's, yeah, we need to. And so it's just like, I think part of why this album, especially the three major tracks of bodies, especially it's because it's just so fucking catchy for you hear it on the radio and it's like, what? Nothing ran like everybody. Me was like, it's something to latch onto and just like earworm into your head. And I think centered to and tearing away of to like her stand. But I do think bodies is probably a weaker song on this album. But I do enjoy this album overall. Like it's probably in my top one hundred of all time. Yes. Okay, strong. And some of that's age and when Tracy got in the game. I, you sure, know, I think, I think because Dave this hit right at that like you know no, formative of years of fourteen. I was thirteen, fourteen. No, when you, you what Pantera is for me and Ben, <laughs> just timing wise. I feel like yes. this is for you. Yeah, I mean, because it's this and Little Biscuit for me. Disturbed yes, of course system is. of no, no, you're you're a child of new metal in a way that Gabe could be if he applied himself. But now he was listening. To, <laughs> I, I failed. He, new he metal. failed. <laughs> he was doing other other shit. I guess. Uh, I, I feel like me and David have self-righteously almost set ourselves up as the new metal fans 100%. The, the funny thing is is i was hanging out gabe in this era and so listening to this music and he was not listening to this music but he gave me other music that was very cool and i made him go to ministry in a nazi airport so you know it all just comes together we're all winners we're all winners what <laughs> we are all made of stars as a result of Moby. <laughs> we are as as a consequence of the things I just said, we are winners. Oh my God, Ben, why are you sideways? What is that? The, the bodies are hitting the floor, man. That's the all. Bodies are <laughs> the bodies hitting the floor. <laughs> that Ben's, Ben's on that sleep real shit meme. That's what it is. <laughs> the body, but the body that hits the floor may be your own. 
Is it track time? I feel like maybe now. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get your drinks ready, gentlemen. It's all of them. Start to finish. Of course it is. I I like it too. Any particular highlights that just make you teary-eyed or Um, happy? I think the first of half half of this album is fucking fantastic from Sinner through Pity. Mute and on, it kind of takes a dip down, but it's still fucking good. I'm going to come in only because I feel the opposite, <laughs> which tells you you can come to true metal many ways. I like Sinner. I think it's a good opener. Bodies, I think, was really just overplayed. And, and, and Tearaway and All of Me are fine, but I my favorite tracks are Mute. So precisely that turn, that track is so fucking good. And maybe that's because of who I am. Uh, and then Sermon. God, that song is so good. Sermon is probably my favorite song on the album, Yeah, actually. Well, and there's and- a demo version I listened to that was sort of interesting how it developed, but um, you know, and again, as somebody who has had some issues with religion, that's what I'm going to say to understate it. Um, that song spoke to me and I thought it was quite good. Yeah. So I really am team sort of mutant sermon and maybe the opener. That's what I would say. In terms of like airplay, you take an overplayed bodies has 444 million play counts on Spotify. The next highest is 83 with tearing away. That's like 20 feet, 80, that's like a 500% overlap, like more so much it means that you know the people who listen to this by and large are asocial <laughs> just like, just yeah oh is it my turn again i guess yeah, it's my turn bins so I, mean, I, I oh go ahead go ahead i'm not gonna say all of them i don't think that the entire album is super duper strong but there's quite a bit of good stuff on here i like all three of the singles center bodies tear away um, I liked Reminded. I liked Mute. Um, I agree with David on Sermons. Follows pretty good. I mean, it's it's all listenable. I just don't know that everything is great. That is fair analysis. I don't know if anything's great, but I don't know. I don't know if greatness is how I would describe this either. But it it makes me. I don't know. It makes me nostalgic. That era was rough, but it is. A, it, this is one of the better albums you could give someone. Like, what is new metal? Asks Henrietta. You're like, well. <laughs> Yeah, this and Toxicity would be like the chew of like, hey, Baby's first new metal album. Slipknot is not it, as we've talked about. It's sort of its own thing. And I don't know. I don't want to talk about corn right now. <laughs> anyway, uh, but in terms of most genericist, like this. But, you know, who, who even knows this? I've tried to remind you other times. I don't pretend to know the sequence of events by which A&R guy this. And when you started playing that, you know, who knows? Who knows? But things from an era sound like that era. And this does. So I believe it is time to go to a different era. Well, I could give you my checks first. Um, oh shit! Apologies. Yes, sorry. tell us. Sorry, he's or I could just say zero. Zero. Um, I know. No. He's like he's like none. I just want to. <laughs> <laughs> I need. I need to say something. None of them. No. Um, I actually bodies is very overplayed, but it is catchy. I like reminded. I actually didn't find uh, I am to be too bad either. And told you so is very stupid, but I liked it. Well, I'm glad you found something you liked off it, not just absolutely See? hated it. Yeah, that could have been a thing. I mean, Wait. it's it's very it's it's competent. Let's put it that way. It's 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 fairly competent. New certified metal. competent, <laughs> certified <laughs> an album. <laughs> it's an album. That's what Gabe says. And the other thing, look is it I, up. I, I'm, I look it up. No, when you put new metal in front of Gabe, he isn't enraged about it. He just sort of looks at it like, okay, my cow, yeah. I blame Slipknot. Are you okay? Sure, I blame Slipknot. That's that's the tagline. Okay, sure, it's an album. Speaking of albums, now it actually is time. It is. I need, I need you to rock well, me like a hurricane, Gabe. What's what's happening? It's an LP. It's an LP. It's an LP. Look it up. So, Gabe, why did you choose this? 
Um, we hadn't done it before, and it seemed to me to be a foundational shaped hole in our um, collective uh, uh, experience. Your um, no, I also hole. I also wanted to pick something that for some reason I wanted to pick something German, and I was like, "How this have is, we not done this?" <laughs> this this is Deutsch, and we have not done this. We had not we had not done this. Um, and what this is is "Love at First Sting," the ninth studio album by the Scorpions, released in March of nineteen eighty four. Um, it was had a runtime. Excuse me. Oh no, I don't actually have the runtime here. Boo. Fail. And I can't tell um, you because Apple, there's all this bullshit bonus stuff. So it's like two hours. Yeah. Hold on a second. Let me see. Okay, it's about an hour. I got it. Forty-one minutes and thirteen seconds. Oh, I guess thank you. Sense. Thank you. Because that's Bad Boys Running Wild and Still Loving You. Yeah, those. I don't know if there's any editor on that or not. Or if no, that, I think that was the original. That's the original. original. Yeah, because um, then there's like coming home demo version on, and it just keeps going and going until you've been doing yeah. it for two hours. Yep. Um, it was produced by Dieter Dirks. It was released in Harvest EMI in Europe and Mercury in the USA. Uh, the personnel is Klaus Mein on lead and backing vocals, Rudolf Schinker on rhythm guitar and lead guitar on tracks six, seven, and nine. Matthias Jobs on lead guitar, rhythm guitar, six, seven, and nine in backing vocals. Francis Buchholz on bass. Uh, Moog Taurus on backing vocals. And Herman Rarebell on drums and backing vocals. Via from Hannover. I have this picture of them on Wikipedia. is ridiculous. Yeah. Ninth studio album in 84. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> from the 60s. They're like, they form in the 60s, I think. Let's see. Did yeah, they release like an album every fucking year? And this was yes, apparently 19, their, their only breakthrough. 19, 1965. <laughs> Since the beginning. Well, it was this yeah, and then Winds of Change. Oh, Winds of yeah. Change. Untold millions of facts. Oh, yeah. so, but I'm saying this is like the first time they made any sort of yes, splash. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yes, forgive me. I thought you, meant the, I thought you said the only. Um, yeah, they'd been at it for almost 20 years at this point, which is nuts. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, 22 years. This is 65, and this is 84, right? 72 Lonesome Crow. No, no, but they formed in 65 and this oh, is... Oh, right. You're right. Shit. I was trying to give them an extra decade. My math is bad. <laughs> My math is bad. No, well, it's about... It's just, just, just shy 20 years, but that's a lot of Scorpions. That's that's my Kentucky education there. Sorry. That's all right. But this did break because Rocky Like a Hurricane is the most played song in the history of humankind. I don't know. It's It's, it's certainly up there. It's up there. Yeah. Yeah. Five hundred forty-nine million six hundred sixty-six. Jesus. Five hundred forty-nine million six sixty-six. In terms of play count, tonight may be one almost our highest ever. Unless we just like a Metallica <laughs> blast. No, just like in terms of between Who's bodies on? and what you just said. Like, oh shit, that's like a billion plays. That is a not a billion plays at a let's just say. I, between I, two fucking songs. So I I say this with love. Werewolves does not get numbers like that. Cerebral rot, six hundred million plays in my mind. <laughs> so that's, house. it's roughly what like point zero zero one three per song player on Spotify or something like that. So that's a one point three. That's one point three million dollars split across those two songs made by the artist. Well, made, yeah, because they get point zero zero one three. That's a horrifyingly small amount. The, remember that's yeah, after well, record sales of these times too though so that's revenue coming in post facto but the whole mod, we don't oh i know it's it's trash awful it is yeah um 
it's about to get worse. Spotify's about to defund a bunch of artists. It's just ugh. Mm-hmm. It's some like those that have less than a thousand plays a, a month. So it'd be oh. interesting to know whether you guys had spent any time with this album before because I I hadn't really. Um, Zero. The album, album no. no. I knew it from Britain. Rock You Like a Hurricane and yep, Big City I, Nights. Yes. <laughs> that's it. That's what I knew from bars or whatever. And that was it. Sure. Yeah. But I also have heard Motley Crue. So I felt like <laughs> listening you to heard it all. We haven't reviewed Warrant yet, but what else have we done? Haven't we? We've done Guns N' Roses. <laughs> I just in yeah. terms of the headspace of this night, the 1984ness of this. Did We did Dr. Feel Good, didn't we? Oh, yeah. We did do Dr. Feel Good. Um, we haven't done like any motley crew from around this era like early 80s we did the 90s um actually i don't know that like other than the thrash stuff we've really hit and ozzy uh, i think we did ozzy's albums from around the early 80s but i don't think we've hit much early 80s metal that wasn't thrash yeah it's like iron maiden and <laughs> i mean yeah. i guess you could say cool. we're men of our taste <laughs> well i mean just there's just a, a bunch of stuff and like that was young, even uh, even for me, the oldest guy here. Like, it, I was no, eight years old. It's too far back. Like, like unless seven it was years old? in rotation. Like, yeah. I experienced yeah. it because I'd be like, I love this Iron Maiden album from 1990. I wonder what the earlier ones sound right. like. That's how I would get into it. But yeah, I was on yeah. records in 1984. And this is like one of those things where, Lynn, I guess you can make this accusation. We probably did when we did the Aussie Blast, that this is kind of where they've been around for so long that they've kind of become hard rock almost like in a way that like Aerosmith or something was that up and I wouldn't have thought of the Scorpions as metal listening to it in real time yeah and I think part of it is I know when I first got my ability to find songs online Rock Like a Hurricane was one of the first ones I got and it was very much the guitar work on it was attracting me to it. it was like oh yeah this is awesome just you know and that kind of led me into it but Big City Nights was very much the more the classic rock radio station that I found after the fact. They can fucking play their instruments. And oh, yeah. It's a long time. I mean, say say what you want about, you know, maybe you wouldn't have thought this was metal if you heard it. But mm-hmm. you can hear all kinds of, you know, all kinds of trad in here. Like you can hear sure. Judas Priest in here. Like the guy is clearly trying to channel, um, you know, Rob Halford in some of this. Uh, Klaus Meine, I should say, is trying to channel Rob Halford. And, you know, there's a track on here that's very like Sad Wings of Destiny. You know, it's like very much uh, in that era of of Judas Priest. Uh, yeah. There's there's a couple of songs on here where it's like straight out of the Judas Priest playbook. No, I, I, agree. Um, I don't think that they're quite as good musically, like in terms of their musicianship as Judas Priest. Um, and I also don't think that they're writing uh, as interesting songs as Judas Priest. But they're certainly trying to catch in on that kind of sound. Oh yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. Um, I was thinking more be of a, a listener in like eighty four, eighty five. Oh sure, yeah, because um, it's not thrashy, right? And it's just right, like exactly. very, yeah. very rock and roll. Yeah, um, but dude, I love the tone of their guitars. Me too. Rudolf Schinker is a, as you already stated, is a really good guitarist. Uh, I, lo- I like the playing. I always did like um, Klaus's vocals. Um, just because there there is and i don't know if it's because he's singing in english or water but there's just a certain like odd tone or almost accent to his his singing that makes him very unique and you know uh, that 
this is the power ballads era, man, or maybe a little bit before the power ballads era, but they are for a band that's been around for 20 years, they do not give two shits and they just go for it. And I really like, yeah, quite enjoyed it. There's fan service going on on here, obviously. And yeah, you know, they, they know their audience, man, in Hanover. But yeah, this broke through and they sold a shit ton of this. But and then when yeah, three monstrous three times platinum in the US, this album. So it's a lot of albums. And I'm sure they toured here. The tour was probably ridiculous. Okay. Yeah, I, it's my guess. And again, I know not everyone was Motley Crew, but I also know everyone wasn't not 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 Motley Crew. So yeah, it was still 1984. Invest Germany. Would this live up to your expectations, Gabe? Your dreams? What it could be? Did it live up to my expectations? I guess so. Um, I did better get out of the way. Um. That opening track is so ridiculous. I love it. Um, Yeah, it kind of was just what I thought it would be, but it was a little bit more like, so it was, it was a little bit more ballady than I sort of expected, even though it's like right in that era. But um, it was also more punk rock than I expected. Like it has this sort of punk rock, like ramshackle quality to it at moments because it's so, because of of its simplicity, I should say, like, you know, there's not a whole lot going on, but they're just like playing away and like banging away. And some of it gets a little dancey, even like you can't dance to a ballad, really, except for slow dancing. <laughs> but that's like when you the just, other that's, stuff, that's when you slow dance, though. No, but I'm, what I'm saying is like, it's not a, a dance where you're like getting your heart rate up. It's um, the opposite. But some of this stuff is like the more punk on the punk rock end of stuff. And, um, you know, you you really feel like moving around to it. Which is kind of cool. You know, Ben often likes to talk about putting albums on for a dinner party. This is an album you could put on for a dinner party. Some of them, like, mm, I think that's a bit of a stretcher. This one, though, like all company included, you could probably put this album on for start to finish without any complaints about why are you listening to something so heavy? What is this? I mean, I would play this at a party. I don't know that I'd play it at a dinner party. Well, like, Having friends over, kind of thing, like not not a quite exactly. Like, what hey, you wouldn't play Bad Boys Running Wild at a dinner? <laughs> I would, but that's just kind of guest I am, though. Like, or host I am. <laughs> no guests. Tracy will come what? here at your party and insert this into the player, and just bam, everybody, everybody gets big city. Tracy <laughs> hijacks the ox cable, and everybody leaves. That, I'm the guy. I'm the guy that shows you know up the the fancy bottle of fireball whiskey and just like here we go this is what's happening tonight fireball and crossfire it's a big city night baby big city night we're gonna rock it like a hurricane (laughs) that song is ridiculous all these songs are ridiculous they are it is but they're unapologetically ridiculous it's it's so fun i'm not mad about it it's just it's just amazing I haven't felt this way since we reviewed Motley Crue when I was just like, good God. Like, they like just are so unabashedly who they are. Like, we, you guys killed people. Anyway, so, yes. Yeah. Allegedly. Alle- al- no, that uh, was... no, no. He no, was no, that, 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 that's not allegedly. <laughs> that was not allegedly. <laughs> I know or we maybe... say that a lot on Thunderdome Metal yeah. Reviews, but... Oh, shit. Anyway, yes. It's an album, though. I know that. Yes. Shall we talk about tracks? I feel like we're there. I want to hear about Gabe. Just break it down. So what I think taken? I I really liked Bad Boys Running Wild. <laughs> like I I won't apologize for that. 
Rocky Like a Hurricane is really kind of terrible, but I liked it. Huh? I think coming coming home had like the intro is way way too long, but I really like the idea of that song. And um, uh, same thrill is a nice closer to the side one. It's got like that punk rock vibe, like the Judas Priest kind of punk rock kind of vibes to it. Big City Nights, of course, Crossfire. The rest of it is just too ballady, um, so I wouldn't you know necessarily go back to it. Um, I'll come to the next. This album overall is just like peak 80s hair metal in a sense almost like i'll agree with it and like if you just want a good like sample take stuff like bounce in and out without having to do like without having to like really deep dive like this is a good album just kind of jump in on um outside of the obvious to big city nights rocky like a hurricane i'm going to say that for me i'm leaving you as soon as the good times come and still loving you or some a couple of fantastic songs on here as well i don't care it's a fantastic ballad yeah, you're, you're allowed. I'm just laughing at just some of these yeah, song titles are so bad. It's amazing. They don't give a shit. It's oh, and just hearing it's it's not the way you usually talk, Tracy. Still loving you. <laughs> um, I, I don't really have wife. anything anything <laughs> to add to that, really. But man, still loving you, like. It's six minutes and 26 seconds of like cheesy overwrought emotion, but fuck it, it works anyway. It does. Yeah, I don't watch that either. I mean, obviously, like you're not going to listen to Bad Boys and Rocky like a hurricane. Right. I think it drags a little bit in the middle, but Big City Nights is okay. But I don't know. I thought I thought So Loving You was okay. I don't really like ballads that much, but it was so, I guess, Stockholm syndrome by the end. I don't. I don't know. And this, <laughs> I heard. I heard so much of this shit as a kid because this stuff was on the radio still, or later yeah. iterations of this. Like my God, the amount of times I heard "Winds of Change" when Hasselhoff and Scorpions brought the Berlin Wall down. Mm-hmm. So with somebody this, had to the CIA money, which is a different podcast. But David, um, David, it's wind of change. The wind of change is blowing. The one, the singular wind. The singular no wind. Ein, there's no. Ein, Count ein, it one wind. Einwind, look it up. <laughs> Nachschlagen, you will see. You will see indeed. But you know we need you know we need to see? What? We need to see some grades. Hunter Einen Gaben. Okay, yes. Yes, All it right. is. I guess it is, isn't it? Yep. Oh, everybody got their tracks in, right? Mm-hmm. All righty. First up, Robinson, the Great City. Guess that's me, isn't it? It is indeed. It is it is you. The rest of us are like, um, I'll give it a B minus. You know, it's not the best thing in the world, but it 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 is a thing in the world, and it did exactly what they wanted it to destroy. <laughs> well, it destroyed me, and my grade will be lower. D for destroy. I'm going to give this a D minus because I absolutely don't want to teach it next year, dear God. So I wanted to like move on into Gabe's class or whatever, but. And I admit that I understand what they were trying to do, and some people will like it. And so sometimes I take the coward's way out and say C plus, but no, this is a D minus. The minus is possible. Is it a sixty point oh oh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't fail it. I gave it a sixty point zero one. That sounds good. That's what I gave it. <laughs> I'm going to give this one a little bit higher grade. There was some stuff I could enjoy. If this album would have been like that last track more so, I would have definitely liked it more. I'm going to give it a D plus, a 68. There was just a lot to kind of grasp onto in that first half sure. that it was almost off-putting. 
Oh, it was very off-putting, Tracy. By design, uh, no, but I mean, it's still like, no. And I like the artist's murder, but this, oof. This was too murdery. The murder was happening. It murdered, it murdered your face. Yeah, my um, face was getting murdered. Yeah. Well, David, thank you for sending me all the grindcore kids for me to teach. Um, I... <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I, um, Sorry. I'm I'm gonna kind of split the difference a little bit here and give this a 79 uh, because this is just grindy McGrindcore and if you like that kind of stuff you're gonna like this. The last track is just kind of a wild card even though it's half the album, which is a weird and sick sort of trick that they pull on the listener, <laughs> um, which I don't want to reward them for, but I also just. I think that you have to give them some credit for the uh, the aggression that they bring and the fact that like you know it's it's very it's very chaotic and at least you know it makes you feel something so that's good. I'm glad you feel something. And a part of this whole entire thing is grindcore is a very hard thing for me to kind of get into. I've never been able to kind of get there with it. It's always just. I mean, I think it's the the drill to the skull that kind of turns me off of it, but. Also, most of these songs aren't even a minute, Tracy. How are you expected to, to get into them if they're not? I, yeah, how are you? How song? can you even? I know, how can you even let it sink in? A decent it's over song before you start. I enjoy. I have met them. Like, yes, more of it, please. Give me to get rid of the rest of the tracks and give me just one track. Give me another track like this. Now we give it a B plus. Tracy, what Tracy needs is another ten of, of the first ten tracks and another one of the last track to make it around a nice <laughs> 40-minute 40 40, 40 record, and then he could like it. Then he could like it, but oh, he doesn't. Man. He won't. He won't. He won't. <laughs> just, it's just too bad. It's too bad. Yes. No, it's, so, it's, a, it's a damn shame, I'd say. It is a damn shame. So our average for this was a 72. Hot. I feel like Ben is the only one who would purchase this album. Oh, and- yeah. I'll uh, purchase it let me, for Let bad. me put it to you this way. It was a dollar on Bandcamp, and I didn't <laughs> buy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. All righty. Oh, okay, then. <laughs> Robinson. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate for it for, for the art that it is, but that doesn't mean I want to own it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that in Bandcamp. It's like, you bought others like this. How would you like yeah. to buy more? Your the algorithm would just hit you with nothing but Robinson adjacent things. Oh man, drill sounds. <laughs> is this? Have you ever uh, that album? I meant to make this comparison. Did you ever see the Amazing Bert Wonderstrom with Steve Carroll and Steve Buscemi? I think and Jim Carrey. Oh wow, it's about no? magicians and Jim Carrey's the new magician making waves. And his final trick is that he puts a drill bit into his head as a magic trick, but it goes wrong. And just makes him dumb is the best way to say it. And that's what I feel like this album did to me at times. Oh. Just like, here we go. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're not a fun so ride. This album gave you a lobotomy, in other words. It that's tried to. I, that's what I'm hearing. It tried to. Took a spoon to scoop my brains out of my skull, you know. <laughs> Anyways, let's go to the actual murder in the room with Thy Art is Murder and Godlike. You David, know. how high of an A are you giving this? You, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys. Okay, so <laughs> I feel see- David feels so seen right now. <laughs> Just like I'm like, okay, do I you know what? No, no, I refuse to not be who I am at 96. 
This album is so fucking good, and I hate that I like it that much. I think I have a problem. 96, Tracy. Write that down. It's not 102. It's not Carcass. <laughs> but it's like Carcass. Yeah. I'm going to come in just a little bit below you and give it a B plus and 88. I'm right there with Tracy. I'm going to give this a B plus. I'll take that. I am right there with Tracy and Gabe, and we'll also give it a B plus. That tells me it won't be album of the year overall, and I don't give a fuck. I mean, I'm I've got about a month to come back to it and re listen to it, so it has a chance to Tracy, up. you have a spreadsheet I mean, of thousands of albums, I'm sure. I've already turned in my grade, so if you really want to know where I ranked it, you can go look. Oh, amazing. God, you're so far ahead. Or Ben's just like, I'm not listening to a new album after this and just moving on. Job's done. That's what I also, that is. Also, I could just use the grades I gave it, but then I get, I had a bunch of shit that wasn't we didn't review, and then I don't know. I gotta hit the pedal of metal on that, but my job starts to get a fucking lot easier than it is right now. So, <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, yep, it's going great. So, so David, yep. it's going to med school. Got average of ninety. Oh hell yes! I inflated that shit. Screw you, Dean Martin. <laughs> Suck it. Um, by the grades, it looks like we all would purchase this album, at least tracks of it, if not the full I album. I would. Twice. It's everybody's Christmas gift. Yeah. Here you go, here you go. Here here you go. Everyone gets them by artist. <laughs> Drowning Pools, Thinner. My pick, I said this was one of my favorite albums of all time, top 100, and it's an A plus 97. Oh, shit. Wow. Oh, shit. I am not going to go that high, though I am very nostalgic about it and recognize it has its moments of, of real quality. I'm going to give this a B plus. I'm going to pull that back just a little bit and give this a B. I <laughs> thought too bad. He's really D minus. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, this was hey. enjoyable. It's just, you know. Movie popcorn? Not... <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what you always say, man. I'm like, he's going to call it movie popcorn. Anyway. <laughs> And Gabe's about to be like, you know what we do to new metal around here? And just curb stomp it. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad, but it, I don't I don't see it as anywhere near as good as um I don't know. I, I, I don't think it earns an A in any universe, but um I would say this is a 78. If you like new metal, you're gonna like this. If you don't, I'll take my money back or I'll give my money back to you. Because <laughs> I bet that if you like new metal, you probably like this. Oh, definitely. Yep. Definitely indeed. Yep, 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 yep. That gives us an 87 as our average. As for purchasing, I would buy it. I would. I mean, I did. I bought the shit out of this. Yeah, I did too. I don't know that I would again, but I did back in the day. I think I bought it, but I'm not 100% certain if I did or didn't. Well, I did. I know I owned it at one point. I just can't remember if it was by Western Legal Means. yeah, yeah. I bought it at a real ass record store in Chapel Hill. Yeah. All righty, Scorpions, love at first sight. Amazing. Tell us how you really feel. This is perfectly fine. Okay, it came out in 1984. I'm gonna even it 84. Oh <laughs> shit! Me too. I was like, this is a B, but it's a B from 1984. So I, I too, for similar reasoning, because I'm also ridiculous. I'm gonna give this 84. <laughs> It's the only choice, I feel. I don't know. Because it is fun. And he really, they, there's some amazing playing on here. 84. But also, I'm gonna, what? I'm going to come up a little bit higher than you guys. Because you wrote this. Fuck album. it. I'm giving it a B, 80, 84 as well. Just keep the train rolling. <laughs> it's also 84. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the peer pressure mean, is like, it's overwhelming. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, this is a give B. It to the, I mean, it's like <laughs> give it to the dark side, Ben. <laughs> I mean, I was going to give it a B anyway, but it's like I was like, what the fuck are you doing, Tracy? Scared of giving gonna, it an eighty-six? What the fuck? I was actually like, I was kind of contemplating oh, it between. It? I had it at an eighty-eight, but well, then you I don't know. I don't like it and our murder is like I feel differently about them, and I think I'd probably listen to Die Artist Murder before I would this again. You're damn right you would. So well, I mean, it's not a zero sum game. It's not like you can only have one or the other. <laughs> I know, but then I couldn't. The meme B was too. I mean, overall, let's see. If I gave it the eighty six, what would it do to the average? Make it eighty five, and we just ruined eighty four. So I'm keeping the eighty four. He's so thinking we, way too hard about it. I it's, am. It's super it's right, yeah. We got some Georgia oral shit going on here, and I'm never here for it. <laughs> 1984. Okay. Okay, indeed. Uh, would we buy this album? I mean, might as well. <laughs> you might as well. You heard it here first, everyone. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So I mean, I got a, a, I got a dinner. To buy it. I guess I will too. I got a dinner party coming up. Come on. <laughs> yep. Talk to yeah. all. I can't wait to pass grandma all the roast beef over <laughs> still loving you. <laughs> <For fuck's sake. laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, yep. That is how my dinner party will go. It's <laughs> all you can ask for. Perfect way to do it. Crossfire! Yep. That's... <laughs> well, um, well, these were albums, gentlemen. Tracy, is this what in... you wanted? It is. It's what well, I wanted. You, it's what you got. It's what I got. It's good enough. Good enough for government work. Mm. And I'm, yep. Yep. Speaking of what uh, we wanted, Gabe's got the next grab bag, and it's new to you. Pick an album by a band you've heard of, but have never listened to before choosing it for this album. So I'm assuming that's an album we haven't heard by a band we haven't heard, right? No, I assume it's new metal, right? New to you <laughs> and you. I know. Uh, Somebody's found a loophole. I I know it's corn. You're like you fucking heard corn, and I'm like, oh, yeah, but but new. You said new. It's and new to game. That's what you yeah. wanted, right? New to game. New to game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's still. It's just more new metal. Anyway, okay, understood. I will. It's follow. just my. It's just my way of sowing chaos and uh, no, I get it. Disorder here. Chaos agent. I cheated a little bit because I have heard a song by this band, but because we watched one of their videos one time. Yeah. Hey guys, this is a band I've never heard. Thy Art is Murder. You just hang up on me. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. Werewolves. <laughs> the Werewolves is band. Band. What was it that I, thing I, I found them you? from it's the so 80s. Weird. They're called Slayer. They're called Slayer. <laughs> Awaiting the label. <laughs> I never heard of this before, guys. Persistence of time. We already reviewed that. No, you didn't. Anyway, yeah, it's it's fine. Well, I'm I'm excited about the new metal, <laughs> new metal grab bag that Gabe has created for us. Uh-huh. <laughs> keep mm-hmm. saying that i'm definitely gonna forget and probably listen to some new metal sorry oh my god i go on an obscure search for new metal i haven't heard because i'm sure that's a thing what would they be yeah. quartiary new metal bands i think we're about to run into like new metal retro bands which we <laughs> well no that is a thing no, that's that is no, definitely a thing that's what um oh my god i can't believe we're forgetting the name um I'm drawing a blank, but there's been a couple Vex. bands. That's it. That's exactly who I was thinking of. Yes, Vex is one of those. Yeah, there's several of those who, like, their parents were listening to it, and so they heard it, and, you know, you know how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Vex is the one that came to mind first, but there's some other ones like that, too. You're like, okay, this is a lot like new metal, man. Maybe it'll be on the radio again. We'll see. 
I don't yep, know. It's radio to know, but ooh, mm. man. Well, you're assuming there will be a radio. Yeah, exactly. And it won't just be Thunderdome everywhere on all media all the time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the Omni Media. The true in state oh. of the universe. It's not Here entry in decay. Metal, metal land, man. It's Guar. Guar is as Guar does. Exactly. Because. 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 So, because you. <laughs> <laughs>